Welcome back to another episode of the DJMS Podcast. Um, today we have uh, Corey Rosen here on the podcast with me. He's a host of the Story Podcast. You play piano and you compose music, right? I do a bunch of things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, as far as like music goes, what's like, what is your thing? What What do you like to do with music? Play piano. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do. That's your main thing. Yeah, um, okay. and right now I'm focusing more on composing film and stuff oh, okay, like that. Okay. Cool. Uh, that's something I want to do full time, and that's yeah. something you can actually do full time. Yeah, <laughs> and make a decent amount of money doing it. Right. So, for sure. Uh, better than releasing your own music or uh whatever else. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, like movies you want to make movies yes nice what do you do now uh to like what do you do now do you make movies or do you make like shorter films or... so right now i am working my way through york college and uh, like messiah university and the and fnm and their film program okay uh there are a bunch of students there that you know do film projects yeah it's for credit only okay but then you build up your imdb you build up your soundcloud and spotify playlists of the scores yeah yeah. and then you put it on your website direct other people word of mouth uh gets you around places Mm -hmm. and that's how i landed my first feature film actually oh yeah uh yeah uh the first film project i ever did was a project called night voices Uh by dadly productions okay and um i won that through a competition Everyone, you know, submitted their scores. It was yeah. like a worldwide competition, and I was the only person to make Bradley Hawkins cry. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, because the two scores that he wanted, the reference tracks, were... Uh, have you ever seen The Social Network? Uh, I haven't. I've heard of it, but I don't think I ever watched it. So it's it's basically the story of Mark Zuckerberg founding yeah. Facebook. Oh, wait, no, I did see that. Yeah, 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 I did see that, yeah. And you know the music in there is very droney uh-huh. and very... Like, what the heck is happening? Yeah. Uh, how do they make that kind of thing? Uh, that was the first track. And then have you seen uh, Picture Our Soul? No, I've not seen no? that. No? As a musician, you should definitely... I haven't seen that many movies, especially musical movies. I always... I'll write it down because I'm always looking for musical movies, but... Soul's a good one. Um, And you know you know the, the track... You, I'm sure you've seen some Pixar movies, right? Yeah. Like. So there's always that track at the end that makes you cry right, right, and right. ball your eyes. Yeah, out. yeah. And that was the other track okay. that he had requested. And so I did that, made him cry, got the job, and through that connection, uh, the sound designer Michael Mowen, uh, does a lot of really high end budget uh, sound design. Okay. And he recommended me to this dude from House of Cards, Darren Archer, and. Uh, he needed a composer yeah. for a feature-length film called Tal- Talons of the Phoenix, okay. featuring Costas Mandalore. You haven't seen many movies, no. so I'm sure you don't know who that is. No. He's a Jigsaw in the Saw series currently. Okay. Okay. Uh, and that landed me the first feature film project that should be released soon, Very hopefully, cool. in theaters. So you composed all the, sound, the musical soundtrack yes. for that? Very the musical cool. soundtrack, yep. Very cool. How do you go about doing that? Like, when you're, Do you have the movie playing and then you play to the movie like kind of what you're feeling at the time that's exactly it the way the way i have it set up now is i use logic yeah and thankfully they have a movie feature where you can stick the movie in and i just kind of watch it and then whatever i'm kind of feeling mm-hmm. i just write it down and then hopefully it fits yeah and then you got to work around the time and the editing and the tempo and uh-huh. make sure everything tracks up that is probably the hardest and most frustrating part yeah of the film yeah for sure that's pretty cool. I I always wondered how that works, but I assume they probably are watching the movie and kind of play to how mm-hmm. you feel about it. Yeah. So, uh, did you play piano since you were a little kid? No, not. I mean, well, yes, but not professionally yeah. uh, or uh, classically. I okay. should say. Um, there was a piano in my mom's room, and I would just go over there and annoy the crap out of them as I played. And uh, I really didn't get lessons, not serious ones anyway, until like high school. And even then, it weren't it wasn't that serious. Uh-huh. I was more so training my ear, wanted to learn how to play, you know, Coldplay and all okay. the all the good songs back then. Right. Um, I took piano more seriously in college because you were kind of forced to take piano lessons. Okay. Uh, like piano lab and because you were two. taking music in college. So yeah, it, yeah, I did. I did music in college. Yeah. Okay. So, and piano was my main form. I'm not a guitarist uh-huh. whatsoever. Uh, so piano was my main way of expressing myself. So I figure if I'm gonna if I want to write music, I better learn some interesting instrument to play well right, enough right, to right, write right. music on. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So you wanted to write uh write like lyrics, 
was that what it started and then you wanted to learn or you just wanted to write music in general and so i wanted to write music in you general. knew you knew that you were musical but you needed to learn an instrument to get it out well so my life could have gone down two paths i could have been a science major and everything because my mother was a scientist I'm, a, I'm very much a mama's boy yeah um, but then she passed away unexpectedly mm. due to a heart attack in her forties. Oh wow! And that kind of turned me off. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah a little yeah. bit, just a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then so there was music and si- uh, science. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a zookeeper. Okay. <laughs> um, but then I kind of got uh, really germaphobic around science stuff. Some mental uh, bridge was happening. I don't know how it happens. Still yeah. there. Uh. So I was like, I can't touch anything to do with science or else I feel dirty. I'm going to go to music instead. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's cool. So did you did it come pretty naturally for you, like the music theory and all that? Did you spend a lot of time studying that or was it pretty natural? No, it was pretty natural. It was pretty intuitive to me. I know yeah. some people think it's like rocket science. Yeah. Like, but for me, it's it doesn't come natural. I need to like really focus. Like the drums are what's natural to me, hitting mm. like dancing and drumming. But then the musical part, I I learned some music theory just because I make hip hop beats just a little bit enough to get me by, but I do better if I use like an already made musical loop and then add drums to it. Cause gotcha. it's just, that's natural to me is like the, the timing of the drums, I guess. I don't know. Instead of the melodies of the music. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Yeah. You know, I, I attribute it because, you know, music, math, science, I'm really good at all three. Mm-hmm. And so it's, and it's really not hard to translate the skills that you need, like the problem, problem solving mm-hmm. or, you know, the simple mathematics of music, right? right? Cause you know, it's all counting it's in all, four it is, yeah, and it's, it's all like, counting in six and whatever. As long as you know the right information, you can do anything. It's just about the more you do it, the, the better you get, the better you get. And then yeah. it'll come more naturally, but it is math and information. Yeah. yeah like so the core of it. Translated very easily. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So, um, now you're composing films and do you play in any bands or anything? I think I've seen some videos of you. I have played in a few bands. I played with Angel DeWay, a really cool Afrobeat dude. Um, I'm not exactly sure where he's from. Uh, he's from Liberia. Uh-huh. He's, he's from Africa, yeah. but I don't know where he's based at now. Okay. Um, he's got some really cool stuff going on. I think a new single he just released. I nice. played with him at, at TELUS. I play currently uh, with Amber Nadine. Okay. Uh, she is based out of Hummelstown slash York area. She does this really cool thing called Homeless Where the Art Is. It's a, a Nashville style singer songwriter round. Um, so you get six or so artists every Thursday or every third Thursday at Gift Horse Brewing over in York. Oh, cool! That's neat. Yeah, it's really cool. Really cool spot. I got a chance yeah. to play there once, and that was really cool. Okay. Um, I my brother Benjamin, older brother, lives in Nashville, so I know about like the writers rounds and things because he yeah. he plays guitar and sings too so yeah that's pretty cool and then your podcast kind of i guess was that a way for you because you have music it's a musical podcast right you have yes. musical guests on it was that like a way for you just to get more connected or what was like the story behind starting that so the story behind the story <laughs> <laughs> is that um uh, i went to college at lancaster bible college okay. and a lot of my professors were stellar musicians. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my colleagues were also stellar musicians. Um, the core director there said that he, uh, the students there kind of rival Peabody, which is like one of the top music schools in the nation, okay. maybe even the world. Um, and some of my teachers there were phenomenal teachers. And one of them had performed, you know, original casting on Broadway. Oh, wow. uh, Grammy award winning clarinet is probably the top four, at least clarinetist in the entire world. Uh, Doris Hogg Galati, a uh, really cool, really cool person. Rags the Riches story there for sure. And um, I was just surrounded by all this talent. And I was like, wow, somebody should document this. Yeah. And so I started the podcast with a group of friends. And oh, well, I should say this first. I went out into the real world, right? And uh, I met up with, with Cody and Bjorn and a few other people that were hanging around the Telus open mic at the time and uh, the Hell in a Bucket rightsville location mm-hmm. and i was like wow this is all really good music so i should document it yeah and uh so i just decided i was going to do that and it was going to be this whole big production of uh you know it's going to be like 
uh, they were Letterman show, the Tonight Show, where they have the musician, they'll play live, I'll play with them, it'll be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, that didn't happen uh, because, you know, you got to build your way up to that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Got to start somewhere. Got to start somewhere. And that's, what, that's what it was. Yeah. I, I was procrastinating and someone kicked me in the butt. Bjorn Bjorn kicked me in the butt and said, hey, listen, you got to just start it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. And Lancaster Bible College was very helpful and getting me their radio station so yeah. that way i could do that for two years now almost nice i was gonna ask how long it's been about two years that's pretty yeah since... that's a lot of podcasting experience have you were you consistently doing one every so uh, every certain amount of time or how did no. how'd you start out uh it was whenever we could get it scheduled yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh and we did it live because i hate editing yeah i hate it and we did it live. Uh, whenever we could ever meet up, we would meet up. I would schedule out the studio, and we would just do it live. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And yeah. Now you've been doing it for two years. What What's like the biggest thing you've learned about yourself in that time? Um, I like listening to people. Yeah? Yeah, I like listening to people. It's a lot of fun mm-hmm. just to sit back and listen to someone tell their experiences. It is. You can learn so much from listening to someone else talk about how they went through and accomplish things yeah and you also get to introduce a lot of new music that yeah. you never knew about yeah so that's been really cool too. yeah yeah do you have a favorite episode you've done so far i've got a few favorite episodes um one of the first ones that were my favorite were uh daryl davis he is he was one of the piano players for chuck berry okay uh you know one of the pioneers of rock and roll yeah and he's played with and those Jerry Lee Lewis, Bruce Springsteen, wow. Fats Domino, anybody who was anybody back in the the rock and roll scene back then. Very cool. Uh, and he also, as a black musician, went to KKK rallies. Oh yeah, and de-radicalized KKK members. Nice, that's which, awesome. Which is insane to me. He's, yeah, and he's been on the Joe Rogan podcast and all these other big podcasts. And uh, he, I asked him, he was willing to do it, and it's hell in the house. Nice. So we went down there and recorded the episode there, and that was a lot of fun. That's amazing. Where does he live? Is he around here? He's in Silver Spring, Maryland. Okay. That's pretty cool. I think I might have... What was his name? Daryl Davis. Yeah, I've seen that. I saw him on Joe Rogan a few years ago. Yeah. I remember listening to him, and I was very... um, Yeah, his story is amazing. His story is incredible. incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So you had him on. I got to check that out. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was episode 64, I believe. Okay, very cool. That that definitely would be my, one of my favorites, too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so do you have any advice for me being a new podcaster and you have two years experience now? What's like your advice for me? I think out? you're doing really well. I, I see the clips that you put up, and I've done I've done a little bit of research before coming on. Okay, okay. Uh, like looking at the clips. Um, from from what I from what I gather, you just get people that you find interesting and have them on the show. Yeah, right? yeah, it's yeah. yeah, that's what it is. Just kind of like Joe Rogan, I guess. Like he doesn't, he's not like music or anything based. It's like because I have so many interests. I like music. I like fitness. I like a lot of things. So just basically any and comedy. So anybody I find interesting, I just want to talk yeah. to. Yeah, and and truth be told, there isn't one way to be successful. Exactly. You, yeah. I mean? you just gotta. I'm learning that I just need to be myself and then that makes my show slightly unique yeah, from exactly. anything else and that's really what you need to do you can't try to be like somebody else's podcast you got to do something slightly unique yeah you gotta i mean there's always ways you can you know you can take this from this podcast yeah, exactly. and that's from that podcast um ooh, but otherwise yeah it's just be yourself really yeah yeah for sure um excuse me <laughs> um what was that question? Sometimes my head, uh, when I think of a question and then we talk and then the question leaves. The exact same thing happens yeah, to yeah. me. It's it, wild. It's awful. Do you, you, I see you always have questions prepared, right? For your guests. At the end, yeah. At the end, okay. But in, in the beginning, um, I mean, the way I used to do it was we would get on the phone call before the actual podcast. You'd tell me your, a little bit of your story. I'd write down some topics to talk about. Yeah. But I don't really prepare any questions. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I um I used to like not prepare at all. I just was like I'll have the person in here cuz if I don't know anything then there's more questions to ask, but mm-hmm. then I realized like if I do my research and know a little bit then there's more questions to ask if I know things. And that way if an awkward situation comes up like 
just then I can just go to my questions and I don't have to like think of something in yep. the middle. So it's been nice to like prepare a little bit, have something to fall back on. That was the process of giving the phone call too. Cause yeah, it's like, yeah. if I just go on blind, I'm not going to nail. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, especially with some of the bigger guests that I've held on, I didn't like Daryl Davis. I didn't want to repeat questions. Mm. So I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast that he was on and a few other podcasts. Yeah. Cause I don't, you know, you don't want to repeat questions. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I did that with when I had uh expos on, I listened to your podcast beforehand to, just to learn a little bit about him. So that's yeah. cool. And uh, yeah, cause then you can like avoid repeating questions. And if there's something that, he talked about that interests me. I could bring it up again and talk about it more. Yeah, like and, and expand upon it more. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, but I'll go to the questions now. Um. Oh wait, another thing about podcasting. Do you, are you a fan of podcasts, or do you watch any yourself? So, my time spent in the car is listening to news and and uh, politics and culture. Okay. Uh. Because that's that's what I find really interesting, mm -hmm. and uh, that's I'm a really big advocate of creating culture, mm -hmm. uh, because I believe that uh, you know politics is downstream of culture, yeah, yeah. and I really kind of like that idea. Uh, so that's what I spend my time doing in the car. I don't really listen to Joe Rogan, even though I probably really should. <laughs> yeah, uh, just because he's you know just because he's the number one in the world. Yeah, uh, you're gonna learn something for sure uh, yeah. about podcasting from him. Yeah, and. Uh, although I am really getting into audio drama podcasts, oh, yeah. you know those kind of podcasts where where they have like there's a whole storyline throughout the whole thing. It's like it's like it's like a movie, but it's in audio form. Uh, I've not gotten into that. No, it's really cool. The one that, the one that I've gotten really into is called uh, the Magnus Archives. It's like a Eldridge horror kind of podcast. Okay where uh this dude reads statements of paranormal things gotcha and then slowly over the seasons like it goes from him just reading stuff to things actually happening in the world uh -huh. that he's reading it from so like something will come and attack uh the the magnus archives and nice and there's like these like different horrors like primal horrors that control the world all vying to take control completely of yeah. the world and remake it in their own image it's really cool so it's like like an audiobook kind of but they make it in real yeah. time as they're going and there's like scores and yeah. folly and everything yeah that's yeah. cool that's cool yeah i could see that being interesting do you like reading at all i do like reading although i haven't done it in a, in a good bit uh -huh. um i like reading stephen king is one of my favorite authors okay. uh i always loved the harry potter series and but there's not really i haven't read a lot mostly because i just don't have time to yeah yeah it does take time it does take time yeah um let's see what I'd rather just listen to it on audio yeah yeah do you do that audiobooks because i do sometimes but usually if i if i have a book i usually just read it i don't know because if i want if i want to listen to something i want to listen to either music or a podcast because mm. audiobook is more like work to listen to that if i'm reading i feel like i'm already working so that's like <laughs> i don't know that's just my mindset but no, I mean, uh, I used to listen to, uh, my grandmother had a list of audiobooks, and so I would listen to those, like, like uh, one of the King Arthur's, um, uh, I only remember that because it was one of my AP choices yeah. <laughs> to choose from, yeah. uh, or, like, the book Feath, or, you know, all the stuff that you're supposed to read in high school, right, right. Uh, that I could not be bothered to read, so I just listened to it on the car. Gotcha, right? yeah, yeah. So you went. You said you went to uh, college at uh, like survival college. college. Yeah. What was your was music your main thing you were, we were studying there? Yeah. So when you go to Lancaster Bible College, you you have you know your major choice and then the choice uh, uh, that is bestowed upon you called biblical studies. Yeah. So you automatically graduate with the biblical biblical studies and then whatever else you chose. Yeah. Uh, so it's a four year program. Really cool. Really uh, a lot of work. Yeah, but it's not so bad. Do you think that what you gained from it was worth going for your time? So uh, that's a debate in my mind because it, um, you know, you're forced to go forced to go to college at such a young age mm -hmm. when you're not really you're too young to make decisions. Too young to yeah. make decisions. You don't realize the heavy weight of debt that can yeah. accumulate. Thankfully, I'm not in that much debt. Yeah, you're just looking to another four years of freedom. Yeah, have just to be looking at all. And well, because everyone says you have to go to college or else you're going to be a failure in your yeah. in life. Yeah. And that's not true. No. <laughs> that is not true. No. 
Um, but at the same time, if I didn't go to Lancashire Bible College, the reason, the real reason why I went to Lancashire Bible College was to escape a relationship. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, feel I feel that sometimes you gotta just do something and start that, over. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that was the real reason why I left for Lancashire Bible College. Yeah. Uh, but the knowledge that I gained there, uh, not only biblically, but also like, uh, musically, I don't regret it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now that it's done, you definitely can look back and appreciate everything that you did gain from it. Yeah, especially because I wouldn't have started this podcast without yeah, it. I wouldn't be yeah. as connected to the musical world without it, yeah. for sure. Sometimes that's all it is. Like, you go through four years of college, but the reason you did that was maybe just to start the podcast. Well, and it's also connections. Yeah, exactly. You got all the connections. Yeah. Like, I look back and I'm like, dang, there was so much opportunity that I missed out on. Because I was just like, oh, your school is dumb. Yeah. Uh, being a stupid teenager. Yeah. And because I went to college at 17, I was really oh, wow. pretty young when I went to college. Four years. Four, uh, four years, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I graduated at 21. And then now at 24, I'm realizing, oh my God, there is there is so much opportunity there that yeah. I just completely missed out on. I and feel because, that. You know, your brain isn't, it's still, it's still developing. Yeah. You're just, you're just, I don't know. Look, growing you're, you're just not a dumb teenager you're not ready f to take advantage of opportunities yet i guess well, and you don't have that mindset of like uh because the mindset is still oh it's school it's yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, it's whatever yeah. it's it's what well, it's not furthering your education it's just yeah. a, no it's another thing i have to do in order to live yeah but um you don't realize that these people like your high school teachers they're great but like college professors they know people yeah and they can really make or break a career for you mm -hmm. if you do it correctly. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on what career. If you're in a career where they have some connections. And, right. And they, and, they and were. The music. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got you. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I saw on your Facebook that you watched Oppenheimer the other day. How was that? What did you think of Dude. it? Dude. I haven't seen it either, so it's good. You should see it, yeah. especially because it's still in theaters. Is it okay? It, oh yeah, I haven't, haven't been to theaters in a while. It'd be a good one to go. See. You should do it. Yeah. Um, the music and sound design was created specifically for a theater okay. uh, experience. Very cool. Uh, at least that's what I was told by my good uh, friend Michael Mallon, the sound designer. Yeah. Uh, and dude, what a heavy film. Yeah. Oh yeah, really well done. Uh. Didn't realize it was done by Christopher Nolan. Should have realized that halfway through when it was like a three-hour movie. Uh -huh. And, you know, all the details about it. But it was so good. I didn't realize Robert Downey Jr. was in it, okay. too. Yeah. Like, Iron Man was in it. Uh, uh, oh, God, who else was in it? That was really, that was unexpected. I'll, I'll remember it in a bit when we're not talking about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how it goes. But um, it was really cool. And I was hooked. Very the cool. entire time. I didn't realize an hour or two had passed by the time I, I checked my phone. I was the only one in the theater, too. So wow. I, I get to nice. experience that by myself. That's sick. So it was a three-hour movie, you said? A three-hour movie, and when the credits rolled, you just there was nothing you could do but just sit okay. and think. I got to check it out, yeah. It was really good. Do you think that would be a good movie to take a date to or no? Uh... <laughs> there was a sex scene that comes out of nowhere. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> At least for me, I was like, "Oh, this is what we're doing now." Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but then later on, there's like a, a few tastefully well done, uh, sexual scenes. Okay. Are, uh, it's it's like okay, I can see what to do. It's Christopher Nolan, you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, the first one was like, "Oh my gosh, hi, <laughs> hello." <laughs> yeah, just out of nowhere, you're like. Well, so the you're scene, thinking deeply, and all of a sudden, well, like, well, the scene is like, oh, it's it's like a will they won't they thing, and then it goes to like, oh, they did, <laughs> they are. That's funny. They're doing so. I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, I just need um, I just need an excuse to ask uh somebody out. I guess I was just wondering. If yeah, it's no, it's, I mean, it's a good thought provoking movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, it's not. It's like. I mean, it depends what you what what that person's into as well. If they're really into like the the science and like i said i still am i still love science yeah um but if you're into like some drama and like uh the story of the manhattan project yeah yeah uh, which i'm a history buff as well okay so i loved all that stuff very cool and it, it kind of centrals around i don't know if you know much about the manhattan project no uh so the guy oppenheimer is in charge of it and there's this political battle 
afterwards of like because uh, he was almost he had the ideals of a communist okay. in that time period you know that was like all the rage you're yeah. a communist you're a fascist mm-hmm. and sometimes even today but in that time it was like a really big deal if you were a communist or whatever and then after after the war uh he gets put on trial and he's gonna navigate whether he's gonna be in charge of like the atomic program or not and it's like that whole drama and you get to see his life unfurl as so it's like a little little bit of time jumpy a little bit. Yeah. But and it confused me in the first half, but in the second half I was locked in and I was fully invested. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I'll I definitely have to check it out. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Would you um when it comes out are you gonna watch it again on DVD or was that one experience good enough for a while? Um if I have a surround sound uh theater in my own house, yeah. I'll do it again. Okay. But I feel like it's you know, stereo cheapens so much. That's very true. And sound is so important. Sound is so important. If it's not expressed the way they meant it to be expressed, it just the movie that won't come across. The movie won't come across the same way. Yeah, and and especially not on a big screen like that. Like when, uh, because you you know you see the 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 bomb blow up, and it's like when you see it on a full screen like that, and you're just like. Oh my god. Yeah. Imagine if like you were there. You're like literally there, you see Amazing. it go off and it's like I can't wait. Did you was it in three D or regular? No. Yeah. Not in three D. But it's more about the sound. It's more about the sound because yeah. I, I won't spoil that scene for you. Okay. Yeah. For like yeah, yeah. audio wise. No spoiling. I gotta just watch it. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. And it, you just look at it and you're like, wow. And then the score by Ludwig, I do not know how to pronounce his last name. Goranson, uh, he he does. He's like the upcoming Michael J. Kino. He play. He does. He did some Star Wars music for like The Mandalorian, and I was just seeing him everywhere. And I, I didn't. I his score is so good, so good. Nice. Yeah. So if you watched Oppenheimer, if you agree with him, leave comment below. Comment down below. Yeah. If you agree with, let me know if I'm wrong. If you or agree not. with his opinion on it. But uh, going circling back to podcasting, I forgot to mention that you won the CPMA last year, right? For I did. Best yes. podcast. Congratulations! Thank on that. you. And are you right now as the stage to nominate people, right? So you're, yes, go go. I'll put it in the description again. I did with Ronnie because uh, so to uh, vote for to put your podcast on to be nominated, right? Yes, you can do that on the website. You now. can do that on the website. Yeah. Uh, you have to add new category and then. Yeah. Um, put all my information in the story podcast, CoryRoseProductions.com. That's C-O-R-Y-R-O-S-E-N Productions.com. And, and everything else yeah. uh, that, you know, yeah. you've done. G- get him nominated and anybody else you know who's a local musician, just nominate them and yeah, make, make their life better. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It, it's, been a, it's been a lot of fun you mentioned that because over the past year, I've been able to uh, expand my knowledge of podcasts. I didn't know there were so many podcasts up and coming yeah. uh, here in Lancaster. I, don't, I need to learn about them too because i don't know about too i'll shout some out real quick yeah. you got ear space out of rock 10 Productions. that's literally in lancaster city okay um they're really cool actually we were uh we were what's it called uh featured with them in the lnp mm-hmm. about local lancaster podcast with nice. ear space the journeyman chronicles with with felix incredible dude he got similar similar thing to you uh, he gets on people that he likes that are, he finds interesting and interviews yeah. them um so the journeyman chronicles ear space there is obviously the cpmp the central pennsylvania music podcast the nepa podcast over in northeastern pa uh there is a lot uh, the roe bison with radio 717 um he does like a one-hour interview and the one-hour show at his place is really cool very cool uh with effigy entertainment i believe that is and if i forgot anybody i'm sorry but it's hard to remember. Yeah, for sure. No, that's that's a lot though. I I gotta check check into those, and it'd be, it's cool to connect with other podcasters. Just uh, hey, hey, what's up, Ronnie? Who that is? What's oh, good? What are you up to? Come on in. And no, please do. Pop in and say hi if you want to grab. Um, <laughs> do you want to sit down for a second? You can grab that drum chair in the other room and just put it this in the- is a, this is a perfect segue because ronnie and i are up to some shenanigans aren't we we are up to sh- some shenanigans absolutely the shenanigans. 
It would oh, not. You be always got to check, be check, check. Absolutely. Right, right there. Right there. Yeah. Come on, join in the fun. This is great. What a treat. You guys just got a butt shot right there. Absolutely. <laughs> I didn't edit that for one. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Talk, talking to that mic just a little bit. Check, check. Yeah, good. So, just Ronnie on Saturn is a good friend yeah. of mine because he started out on a venture with us uh, called the Songwriter Studio. And it was really funny the way that, because I don't know if, if I've told you this before, but you weren't supposed to be on that first show. No, yeah, you, you, you've you mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> that um, was wild. That was a very different experience for me. Yeah, that was because the idea is where we get three or four other songwriters, we stick them in the studio and we force them very harshly to write a song within an hour. Yeah. And. Wow. And uh, it was supposed to, I, I, oh, it was supposed to be Kevin Whitaker. You know Kevin. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was supposed to be Kevin, Liam Galliano, Anthony Perugini, and that was going to be our first episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin had to step out for whatever reason. Totally understand. Cool. And I was talking, I was like, ah, oh, this Ronnie guy just, like, emailed me about his new song called, you know, uh, Breathe In This Love or whatever. And <laughs> I was like, maybe he should join in. And they were like, yeah, let's do it. I was like, cool, Ronnie, you're in. And we had, you know, none of us knew who you were. Mm -hmm. You were brand new on the scene, uh, coming out with this incredible song called Breathe in This Love. Uh, Still one of my favorites uh, on my list. I'm I'm upset it didn't hit my Spotify wrapped. uh, That's all right. Next year, next year. Next year. Next year, absolutely. And tell us a little bit about that experience for you. That's completely new to you as well. Yeah, that was wild. So... Writing a song with while having like OCD and wanting everything to be perfect, having that crunch down into an hour. It's hard. It, oh, how, it's how so people? stressful. It was uh, four people. Me, and you all Ronnie, writing together? Yeah. 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 All writing together. Yeah. yeah. And all of you guys were obnoxiously talented. <laughs> so it was like a lot of it, me not being in like an actual like band before with like the instruments going to write a song. That was very very different so trying to keep up with you guys and write the lyrics tell the story all that kind of stuff a challenge but that was one of the best learning experiences i've ever had yeah yeah it was a lot of fun Uh, the way i like to structure those was to have at least another writer and then the music geeks right uh liam galliano and anthony Pacini, Pericini, sorry are some of the most music geeks that you could ever find in this area and they're really talented Mm -hmm. uh Liam Galliano, incredible bass player, knows his stuff. Anthony Paracini, incredible guitar player, plays show tunes. He knows his stuff. Um, so I kind of let we kind of let them take, me, take the reins on the music, and then you and I worked on the lyrics. Yep. And uh, it's called Wings of Love. Yes. We're working on recording that. Oh, you are. Very and, cool. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's awesome. gonna be awesome. It's yeah. gonna be great. It's some. It's completely new style for you. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part, um, it resembles a little bit what i grew up listening to when i mm. first started getting into like popular music but definitely in terms of songwriting completely different yeah, yeah. completely almost alien shall i say it's really <laughs> on saturn <laughs> that was pretty punny yeah, i like go. that one are you making the music for it uh yes we're so we're currently in the process i uh, i know liam has got his bass down i think we're waiting on anthony Baracini for his guitar uh we got a uh, record the lyrics yep record the vocals yeah and then hopefully by the new year it should be out that's yeah. awesome yeah that's exciting is that um is that gonna what's the what's that gonna be considered like uh ronnie on saturn Corey Corey rosen collab or so uh the way we're doing it we're splitting it four ways Corey rosen ronnie liam anthony so that way we're all you know quarter yeah. quarterly owned of the lyrics yeah, the yeah. production and everything else and then uh, it'll be released underneath the the story podcast, uh, but have everyone else as a yeah. collaborator. Nice. Yeah. Was that your first, your guys' first time, like Meeting, getting yeah. to know each other? Yeah, was that, that, yeah. in that, person yeah. at least. Yeah, that's kind of how it was for us too. Yeah, yeah, like actually, right like meeting and talking, <laughs> yeah. it was pretty much right here. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it's amazing what pod. That's one thing I love about the podcast is because I'm kind of shy and don't just like initiate conversations with random people so this is like a reason to get someone here and just talk to them and then like you connect with someone you might might make a friendship for a lifetime yeah yeah off one podcast so, yeah it's been one of my favorite things about it yeah 
And then you were on his podcast later, right? Just talking as yes. well. Yeah. yeah. Him and Pat. Him and mm-hmm. Pat. Okay. Yeah. I had, yeah, I had both of them on too, because I had just Ronnie the first time and then I had both. So that, that was cool to have both of them. That's yeah, kind of, I guess, how we did it in a way too. Yeah. 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 One, one, two, three. We all take our turns yeah. with Ronnie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're passing them around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. I'm pretty light, so it's not that hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it making all these connections in the world and finding out that a lot of people a lot more people already know each other so like i used to be into the local country scene more because my brother played country music and he had a band and all my friends were country musicians and they had bands so i'd always be out weekends listening to country music so now i'm just getting into like the hip-hop and djing world of of like the local scene so like i saw you had like a few people I know, like Jess Zimmerman, you had a picture with her. Love Jess Zimmerman. Um, and then like some of the country people you've had on your podcast, I'm aware of. So. Cody Tyler, yeah, great Sam Schmidt Huber. I can name them all because yeah. uh, I'm a really big fan of uh, Stephanie Grace. Uh, I can. Uh, they're they're so we have such talented. Country yeah, it's it's a big country scene oh, around yeah. here. More than you might know, like more than people might think if they're not aware of it. But there's a really big country scene around Lancaster, mm-hmm. and it's it's a lot of talent. And I think. We need more venues and more bands because there's so many fans of country around here. There's so much opportunity if we had bigger venues for country musicians to play in and just more bands in general. It's just it's a big it's a big scene around here. Somebody just needs to take advantage of it. You know, we we have like a five city scene and we just need to coalesce it somewhere and like mm-hmm. have a Broadway. Yeah. Uh, like Nashville does. Yeah. And yeah, just, we need more venues. We like need more we need venues. bigger venues. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a that's a big thing, that's I think, a, for this area. That's a good point as far as location. Where do you think is a good location? Because my my dream long in like five years is to actually build my own venue. That's one of my dreams too. Actually, yeah. same. I, <laughs> fuck yeah, let's we'll build three of them. Yeah, start, yeah. Start right Broadway. next to each other. There that, we go. That, we'll, we'll find make Broadway perfect yeah. location. We'll start on Broadway. Yeah. But so, where do you think is a good location? It has to be like close to Lancaster, but still, so like maybe outside so, of Lancaster towards York or something. So there's Lancaster, Reading, York, Harrisburg, and that Hershey, Mechanicsburg, all that kind of area, mm-hmm. and. Uh, all of those areas have their own unique music scene going yeah. on. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I feel like if we go east of Lancaster, uh, west of Harrisburg, west of York, because that's like a central location, right. uh, maybe even like northeast of Lancaster, we can all coalesce. Kind of like how like Rock Lidditz is. Right? Yeah. Uh, it's in the Lidditz in a s- small town, but everything goes on there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if you know what, if you know. The yeah, industry. exactly. That's the cool thing. There's everything already going on around here. Music wise, people just don't know about it. Cause it's people so low key. It. That's why it's great to have podcasts here too. Like eventually, you know, our names get big enough. We can pull people from rock lidits and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think York, like York city also needs a venue period. They do. They like, do need a venue. <laughs> there's it, just like nothing there. Fat Taddies used to be a thing, but I, I haven't been in New York recently, so I don't even know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, growing up over there, I mean, aside from Fat Daddies, like there was really yeah. nothing. Yeah, the Banana only one, Max, but that was more like just club. That wasn't even really right. like a venue. The only one I can think of is the Gift Horse Brewing. Um, the home is where the art is. Have I ever told you about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. yeah. But that's yeah, more I've been over there to check that. Not yeah. even, there's, I don't think that there would be, uh, a venue over there capable to put on Ronnie on Saturn. Yeah. That's no, exactly. it'd be the theater. Uh, we the reached theater, out yeah. to them one time and we're thinking about doing the Halloween on Saturn event there. But Ooh. yeah, aside from that thing. theater is pretty much, that's really it over there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's like bars where small bands can play, but yeah, like a big venue is definitely, there's, we definitely need more of those like everywhere. Mm-hmm. No. So they say love jazz, but that's in Harrisburg. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I can't even think of anything. And then again, I'm a transplant here. I don't know much of this area to begin with. Where uh, are you from? Uh, Salisbury, Maryland. Oh, no way. How yeah. long have you been around here? Since 2017. Since college. Is that where the state college. came from? Is that where? No. Uh, that is actually over in England. There's another <laughs> oh, Salisbury okay. over there. Salisbury. <laughs> I believe. Nice. I wish. <laughs> Sorry, that was dumb. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I thought I get it now. I thought you said state. Oh, state. No, state. So you said yeah. state. Yeah. That's where the Salisbury State comes from. <laughs> Wherever came from. From yeah. Maryland. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> for sure. Um, all right, let's get see what else we have on my list. 
Um, Do you want me to get out of your way? No, you're good. You guys can. Oh, talk about your 10 push ups a day thing you're doing. Oh, yes. I still got to do those today. Maybe we could do them here. Fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, so I am currently over 300 pounds. I've been over 300 pounds before. I do not like being over 300 pounds. I want to be less. And so uh, one of the ways I have decided to do that is start disciplining myself to do at least 10 push-ups a day for at least a year. Oh, yeah. um, that's the plan. I've been posting it everywhere. Uh, it's and I've got got some comments like, you're not going to lose any weight doing 10 push-ups a day. It's not, right. That's not the point. Right. The point is to create discipline mm-hmm. and to force myself to use. And I've gotten a lot further. Than the first day, uh, I was sweating bullets trying to do 10 push-ups. Are you kidding me? Hell yeah. Uh, pushing, you know, 200 or so plus pounds uh, up and down. You try that. Yeah. Uh, and there was a one kid at, at the SRCC that just did, banged out 50. I'm like, he's like 90 pounds. <laughs> um, and, uh, but the first time I, I couldn't actually do a full push. I couldn't press down and then push up. I would just press down and like, oh shit. <laughs> but now I can confidently do 10 push ups in a row. Um, I mean, you see me do it. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the power of doing something like whether it's 15 minutes a day or. 10 reps a day doing something just a little bit every day that's the power of doing that because if you consistently do it day after day you're always going to get better no matter what yep Yep. and i can say i've confidently lost one pound (laughs) (laughs) but you've gotten you've gained muscle you've gained muscle muscle, yeah Yeah. um that (coughs) my girlfriend was like "Ooh, there's a little little strong strong there there, buddy (laughs) oh yeah how many days are you on now i think this will be 45 today 45 dang uh and i haven't missed a day I'm very proud of that. I mean, granted, I, I've gone over 12 p.m., but I don't consider. I consider yeah. whenever I go to bed to be the day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I have done it every single day. Uh, some days I did not want to do it, um, but it's it's about pushing past that mental block yeah. and just yeah. saying, "Suck it up, you're a man. Do it. Yeah, get over, get it over." It's literally. It, I mean, my videos are 30 seconds it literally takes no time to exactly do it. Yeah. just sit down bang it out get done and then go to bed i love yep. it <laughs> so yeah so if you see his reels make sure to leave a like and a, an encouraging comment because encouraging comments are better than negative comments, encouraging comments so, are better yeah. than yeah. Hey, maybe i'll actually respond and encourage <laughs> <Yeah>. a <laughs> comment yeah yeah all right so now i usually like to ask this is a new thing. I don't think I did with this, you guys, but I have like a list of just like personal questions to get to know someone. And it's like a one word answer, but you can say whatever you want. It's just simple that way. If it's one word, it's cool. If not, if it leads into a conversation, then cool. So it's like, uh, what's your favorite color? It's blue. the first one. Blue. Nice. Like that. I have a three tier. Uh, no, not this light blue. Okay. Uh, actually, a little bit darker than that blue. A little darker than um, like that. W? Uh, like, oh, God. Oh yeah, the w, yeah, yeah I see that. All right, all right. Um, uh, but it's the colors of of my high school, Delmar High School. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, blue and orange, yeah, and then yeah. yellow is my third favorite color. Nice. Uh, what's your dream car? Dream car? It I I'm not that into cars, man. Okay. Um, but probably some sort of really cool supercar like a Lamborghini. Yeah, something something that, something that looks cool and takes you place to place, right? Exactly. Something <laughs> uh, <laughs> again, I know I'd crash it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe not. Yeah, yeah. Maybe <laughs> wait till you can afford a second one if you do crash it. Right, right, right. That way you don't have to go back. <laughs> back up. Um, where would you live if you could live anywhere in the world? If I could live anywhere in the world. Uh, I like the US. US is pretty cool. I've heard other nations are also pretty cool, but also I don't know other nations. Yeah. I, also in the U.S., what state, I guess, is and it, and, uh, What state in the U.S.? I really do like Lancaster. I do too. The more, like, I used to think I want to move somewhere else, but the more I live here, it's just fucking great, dude. Everything, yeah, and, everything and, you need is right here. And things are coming up. Yeah. Uh, things are happening yeah. slowly but surely. You mentioned venues. A lot of, a lot of venues have been popping up. Recently. They have been. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, and I feel like it's getting to the point where we can actually uh, cement a music scene. Because there, yeah. there is a music scene here. It's all sporadic around Central PA. Yeah. Uh, you got to drive an hour and a half to see some people that you really like or to Philly or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's also, a, like I mentioned that, it's a really good hub for everything. Philly's an hour. Exactly. DC, Baltimore area, yep. two yep. hours. Pittsburgh, if you want to go that far, is four hours. Yeah. 
New York, three hours. It's not that bad. No, nah, it's a great spot. It's a great spot. I think, I, and I've been out west, and I've seen, I haven't been to the West Coast, but I, I've been out to Chicago, Nashville, uh, St. Louis. They really haven't got anything going on. And so, I mean, Chicago's always got something going on. It's one of the biggest cities in the U.S. But in terms of, like, culture and stuff like that, it's kind of stagnated a little mm-hmm. bit and nashville's growing and upcoming and i, I believe that's something that's going to be coming up in the future but it's it's like a small fish big pond you know yeah. what i mean oh yeah i agree yeah. so it's like why why be a small fish in a big pond when you can be the big fish in this relatively exactly. small pond here yeah and and then you can make yourself big enough so that way you can actually move mm-hmm. to the bigger ponds yeah. right and you you gain a reputation locally too you yeah. gain a reputation yeah. get, you get, get something going for yourself before you go out and expand yeah. mm-hmm. that's something i see a lot of people do it's like they go out to new york city la uh nashville and it if you don't know anybody good luck getting into something within a few months yeah a lot of it's networking and money and you gotta have both of them you gotta you gotta have both of them because those places are expensive to live yeah and you have to know the right people um but you can build those connections with social media at home and then exactly eventually go down there but and and here's the thing you can start getting shows down there first and still live here like you you go on tour and then you can start making building that connection building the found you got to build a foundation before you live in a house you know what i mean yeah so you got to go down there and actually network with some people yeah, yeah. before you, ju- you don't just want to move somewhere blindly unless you're really trying to get out of s- some situation. Yeah. <laughs> but um, for a career rise, it's really, really, in my opinion, not the wisest yeah. to move somewhere I without think, thinking about it. I think um, what you're saying applies to artists mainly because a lot of my friends did move to Nashville, but they play guitar and drums and, as soon as they moved down, they just met, went out and met tons of people. That was like a year ago. Now they all have full-time gigs playing yeah. music. Yeah. But and as an artist, I do agree with that, that it's better to start something in your local scene and then you can go down there, you know, commute, commute back and forth. But just to move down there with nothing going on, it makes it harder, I think. Yeah, if you have your product kind of already figured out, like your band and all that kind of stuff, moving down there and trying to get into venues and open and all that kind of stuff, that's... That's a little more difficult. But yeah, if you're moving down as a guitarist and you're like, yeah, like I want to join a band yeah. you know, yeah, or something so like easy. that, it's a yeah. little bit easier because yeah. you if have you, so many choices. If you have the talent and you're a good, pers- a good personality, then that's really all it's about. It's just making connections because people, there's so endless musicians down there. It's just yep. about oh, yeah. finding people that you want to hang out with at the end of the day. So right. you got to make, for them, they just went out, made the connections. They're good musicians and then they didn't have a problem finding work. Yeah. But so yeah, most it was last year, most of my friends most of my musical friends moved to Nashville and I was going to as well this year, but I'm super glad I did. And I decided that I want to stay around here. Cause like I didn't, I was just trying to find myself, you know, trying to figure out what I need to do. And I figured, I thought if I moved somewhere else, that would help. But I realized that I just needed to do my thing. Like right here, I don't mm-hmm. could go into Nashville and do anything for me if I'm not doing anything. Right. So I'm super happy that I stayed here and I'm excited to, continue building up Lancaster and just be a part of the local local scene here. Yeah, and that's one thing that's definitely happening is you can sense it se- at least since I started doing music this year like releasing stuff, you can sense there's some kind of like shift going there's on. Energy. There's energy. There's Absolutely. definitely an energy like and with it's the, pretty special. With just small things like the SRCC, the people there are really trying hard to push music and then different places people doing stuff all that combined just builds like yeah yep. and if and like if if you like you said if you move i mean there's i don't know if you know the concept of brain drain um where you know high quality people move to other places and then the that place that they move from no longer has a high yeah. quality person yeah so like if we all moved to nashville we wouldn't have the story podcast exactly. we wouldn't have the dj the dj Amos podcast. Yeah. We wouldn't have all these different things. We wouldn't, yep. wouldn't have the SRCC because they'd be yep. down in Nashville. Exactly. Uh, so making do with what you have and building yeah. something here. And then like my vision, like if we do what we say we're going to do, which we are, we're going to build it up so big that, that it'll be the next Nashville. Yeah. That people are going to want to come yeah. here. Big people that big people. And so like my vision for my club is to make it like a big like a club in like miami or a big city where rappers want to come to the club because mm-hmm. it's a cool club to come to so people want to come to lancaster because it's a cool spot to come to so that's yeah that's my goal is fucking make our music pop so hard that people have to come to us we don't need to go to them right yeah, yeah. 
We have our own studios. We have our own podcasts. We have our own venues. We have everything. Going and we on. already have that kind of capacity. Yeah. It's Lancaster- just about keeping doing it and building it up. And because like, Lancaster is on the way to mm-hmm. Philly. Exactly. And on the way to DC, Baltimore, on the way to New York. I mean, that's why big bands used to come through here all the time when we had the Chameleon Club, when when uh, the AMT had bigger acts come in, uh, and like you know, Exile Live, yada yada yada. All these big artists come through here all the time because it's literally just a pit stop for them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of venues, Exile is one of my favorite ones. It's big and I haven't been to Exile. I love it's that such place. Such a good venue. Yeah, I was yeah. just there for the first time last month. Really, I love it. Yeah, it's a I great venue. It. It's really big. It's one of the bigger ones. Like they have space yes. for big shows. Like Ronnie on Saturn could have a great show mm-hmm. there. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they have in like on the dance floor, they have lights that actually go over top of your head, like oh. these like kind of like string lights yeah. in a sense, but they're obviously for venues, right? But like yeah, they go along with the music and all that stuff. And I was just sitting there oh, as cool. I'm watching. I saw the band Ripe. As I was watching them, I was just like dude it's probably like the, the things i could do in this place yeah it's probably the most professional venue we have around right is there anything uh there is the hollywood casino up in granville i has, haven't been there i can't yeah, speak it's on a really that. good okay. uh outside venue okay. isn't that where brett michaels, did, where his brett thing? michaels yeah. did his thing yeah yeah uh and that was really cool yeah mm-hmm. um but otherwise than that big venues like that i mean we have the whitaker center but that's only in philly mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. But besides that, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you let us, if you know some, let yeah, us know. let us know because yeah, we're always that. always looking for new venues. And yeah, in the future, we'll have our one, two, threes. We'll start the Broadway one, two, three beside one another. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Broadway one, Broadway two, Broadway yeah. three. Yeah, <laughs> that to be our addresses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true because we're the OGs, and then people will build on and continue. Yeah, it, it's it's uh perfect for me because I am a carpenter. That's like my trade oh, has really? been for a long time. So. I could literally, with all the people I know in construction, I could have a venue built without, I would be the contractor. I would just do it all myself. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but wouldn't that be expensive? It is, yeah. <laughs> it's expensive, but it's got to be built. It's got to be built. <laughs> it's got to be done. Yeah, can't use styrofoam, no. Can't use styrofoam. <laughs> can't use styrofoam. <laughs> Concrete. You can actually. There is ways to build houses with, it's pretty wild, but styrofoam and plywood, like, what? Build up in blocks. Yeah. It's not like the 3D printing stuff. That's concrete. That's concrete. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. But there's a lot of different ways. Yeah, that house is good. Interesting. Built. It is pretty wild. The more you know. But you definitely yeah. need wood too. <laughs> the more yeah. you not know. Just, not just styrofoam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, do you have any hobbies besides music? Like what do you like to do with your life besides uh, music? I wanted to get back into camping. Oh, I'm yeah? an Eagle Scout. Nice. Uh, Boy Scouts. And I miss camping. Yeah, mm. I don't miss it in the summer, but I miss going. I one of the things I really want to do, uh, hopefully maybe this year or next year. Uh, this year being twenty twenty four, uh, is go up to Canada or Alaska, uh, with a phone and <laughs> dig out an igloo wow. and make an igloo myself and just or dig out you know the 10 feet of snow and build a snow shelter inside so you like the cold huh i love the cold i am yeah, so excited yeah. for the winter Fuck that's yeah. coming it's supposed to be a big snowstorm that's exciting when soon uh i don't know but Sometime. i've heard i've heard I've, I've heard the conditions are just right in the pacific ocean to create a really warm flow that will uh Combine with the cold flow and make some big winter storms. Yeah, that El Nino or Nina, whatever it is. Uh, I am so excited for it. I hope it happens because we haven't had snow here in a long time. I know, dude. Like the last two years, we haven't had really any snow to speak of. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. And I want it. That's cool. I I love that you love winter because I used to hate winter because I had to work outside in it all the time. That's fair. But now I am my own boss. I don't work in the winter outside in the winter if I don't want to. Well, I'd, I'd rather be cold than hot, man, any yeah. day of the week. And so now... <laughs> Ronnie's here with his sweatpants. Nope. I said, no. Exactly. I, I like being hot over cold, but I'm learning to love the cold. Like, I I go outside in the morning, every morning in the cold. I do cold plunges and stuff, and that makes me like the cold. It makes me feel good. So right, it makes I you love feel it. good. It does. It, it's so refreshing. It wakes you up faster it's than amazing. any cup of coffee could. Literally, dude. It get, it, it, <laughs> Ronnie's like, no. It really does. I will take my, popping, my piping hot coffee, hot chocolate, <laughs> pour it all over me. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll drink my hot chocolate while in a hot shower with a electric. Well, I can't use an electric blanket no, in the shower. That wouldn't be good. A rough. With a, with a hot tub, with a hot tub waiting for you to get out yeah, and dry off. Exactly. He dries yeah. off in a sauna. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! But uh, yeah, I dude, can't do the cold. The cold's mm-hmm. great. It's it literally does like release um whatever chemicals in your brain to make you happy just like coffee would or whatever so it's it's a drug in itself which is amazing yeah yeah natural drugs drugs. (laughs) (laughs) we like we like natural drugs all natural all natural you go outside to get high (laughs) yeah literally dude it's amazing the cold cold will do well even like in a cold bottle of water you're drinking you're like oh like okay yeah now i'm up yeah Corey's walking out the front door going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up a little sluggish today. It, literally, there's I a, love this air. If, if there's snow out, I'm going to try that next time. It's snow, I'm going to snow. See if it does That's the same thing idea. as coke. I think it would probably have a better effect than coke. Snow is water. Water has oxygen. You are snorting oxygen. <laughs> Perfect. Just cold, cold oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> I do not endorse snorting oh, snow. No? Okay. I'll, I'll I'll try it out and let you know how it goes. <laughs> that would burn. Maybe so brain hard. brain freeze. Maybe yeah, yeah, brain yeah, right. freeze. <laughs> just go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was funny. That's funny. Yeah, go, go swim in the snow. That's a fun swim thing. in the snow. I swim do, in the snow. I do go make snow angels when there's snow. The other day we had like that much snow. I went outside and made a snow angel right away in the morning. Hmm, that's great. Make sure it's because then it melted like two hours later. So I was like, right. Oh, Didn't you post a picture of that? I think so. Yeah, 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 I saw that. Yeah, I had a video too, but I didn't post that because I didn't have enough clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, sorry, neighbors. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't know. I hope they don't. I don't hope they don't mind because I usually go out there in my underwear every day. <laughs> but it's all good. They, That's what I mean by swimming in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, I really want like two feet of snow so I can just go outside and jump in it and hide in it. That'd be and fucking amazing. Could yeah. build, a snow, build a snowman, build an igloo. I might build an igloo if I get three feet of snow down. So much fun. I really hope we get that. I'm excited now. Yeah, I'll stay too. inside in the warmth. Yeah. Ronnie be like, I'll watch you guys from the window. You stupid kids. <laughs> you kids. <laughs> Where's my summer sunshine? Yeah, <laughs> right. But it's really sunny out today. I was outside um, this morning. It was cold this morning, but when it ain't I, too bad right now. Just yeah. now, when you came, it was really warm when I stepped mm-hmm. outside. I'm probably going to go out and play basketball or something. Yeah. But uh, so what do you have coming up like in the next year that you're excited about? So, more Songwriter Studios, hopefully, the release of. Uh, more of those projects we've done eight so far uh working on finishing some of them have not been finished yeah some of them are are finished and we just got to get down to recording it uh like wings of love is is the number one priority Mm because it was first Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh more to coming we're moving to the srcc yeah yeah Susquehanna river creative conspiracy check yeah. them out on facebook it's srcc pa art they now have a tiktok so yeah there you go yeah we'll, we'll link them and i am becoming more involved with what they're doing too so i'm super excited about what they have going on i think it's, and we had their dance party yeah this weekend yeah this won't be out before that but oh well it'll hey, have happened and hopefully uh, there, most of there was also something else happening uh, this weekend that this is coming out the bands of barbecue that's right that's right so it's December 23rd, I believe that is. That's, oh, is it? I thought that was, no, that's the 17th. That's the next 17th. Day. Yeah. It's I, the day after my thing. There was something else going on December 23rd okay. there. I'm really sure. If not, just go there anyway. Just go there anyway. And every Wednesday, <laughs> every Wednesday night, they have open mics, which are great. It's a good vibe, good time, just super chill. Yeah. People hanging out, playing music. So I'm excited to do that. I'm going to be transforming the show into more of a TV show. Nice. I already have a connection with some local TV channels. And I don't know if I told you this yet, uh, but that's something I am looking to do is start doing like a David Letterman Tonight Show where we interview the artists and then have them perform live. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you could do that with the stage that. there, yeah. yeah. I love that. stage cool. there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so we're working on that. Our first one of those will hopefully be Daymoon. Nice. So, uh, and they're a really cool band. They'll be, they'll be at the next bands of barbecue. Mm-hmm. I've seen them down there before, but they're, they're, cool. they're great. They're great people. Yeah. There's so much like music, like different types of music that I'm not aware of too. That goes that, that I get to experience there at the open mic. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, the release of Talons of the Phoenix theatrically, 
should be coming out in January, February. Really excited for that. There are other film projects that I'm in the process of doing. There's an audio drama pro- uh, thing that I'm doing. Um, I don't know if you saw my Facebook post about that, where we're creating an audio drama off a book my friend made. Okay. Have you ever seen Chronicles of Narnia, Lord of the Rings? Oh, yeah, yeah. Very much of that kind of thing. Dragons, witches, wizards, mm-hmm. all the things. And we're going to create an audio podcast based off of the, of cool. the chapters. Very cool. So, That's cool. Yeah. And hopefully five-year plan, we'll have an anim- we'll have it 2D animated. So yeah. I got an animator Ooh, friend. Nice. And uh, we should we'll stay tuned for that. Yeah. Stay on the lookout. Awesome things coming from everybody. <laughs> There's so many things that I'm doing. I also got the collaborations. That I'm I doing. know. You have a lot <laughs> going on. I, got, I do a lot of cool things. Um, that's good though it is good it is good good. hopefully i can make money off of that yeah (laughs) (laughs) life of being an artist right if you keep doing that eventually the money will come uh the collaborations what i'm doing is i'm taking original art uh original songs from other artists like ready turnstone and amber nadine are the two that i've done so far and they give me their guitar stems and vocal stems and then i orchestrate it Mm -hmm. into something new yeah, have you like have that. you heard my song, my renditions before? No. How dare you? I know. Shame on me. <laughs> shame on you. And shame on any of you who haven't either. Check yeah. it out. Yeah, uh, you can out. find that on the website, CoreyRoseProductions.com. Yeah. Check out his Instagram. He has a link tree with all it. But I'll put it in the YouTube description too. But yeah, Instagram, Facebook, what all are you on? Uh, so <laughs> I got I to figure out uh, a, 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 a handle that works for every single yeah. thing. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's the hardest part. Yeah, it is. Especially with something so generic as the story podcast. Uh, and that's actually really funny because I kind of regret <laughs> the story podcast oh, really? because it's so... Dude, it's... You everyone can has... Cha- you can still change it. Like when you do the rebrand with the different thing you could just do a whole new I've name i've been thinking if you about to. it but also i really like the design of, yeah yeah um, yeah but it's if, a good design it is a good design yeah i don't think it's a bad thing it's if you like it keep it if not now's the perfect time to change yes it. Yeah. but some my idea is like okay if i get big enough it'll, it won't be a problem anyway mm-hmm. but yeah. also uh <laughs> it's it's like people like well i can't i'm typing the story and it comes up with brandy carlisle's song uh, the story yeah. or uh and it's and it or you know every other podcast has uh, the story everyone yeah. and the mother has a story mm. to tell right um so that's been a little bit of a problem but whatever i deal with it yeah, yeah. for sure but you can find me i'm on i'm on instagram uh twitter x whatever you want to call it uh Instagram, TikTok, just the story podcast. That's the only platform I'm just the story podcast. Okay. Everyone else has like the underscore story underscore podcast <laughs> or uh, Facebook, the story Corey Rosen. Uh-huh. Um, you'll find it. I'm yeah. there. Corey Rosen Productions is the best way to find all of my stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the hub. That has everything on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's tough with the usernames because like when I, I couldn't get Amos Byler on all of them. On some of my codes, some I had to do an underscore, you know, and then I couldn't get DJ Amos on all of them because there's like a lot of a few small DJ Amoses in the world around the world, so that those usernames are taken. But then I realized I could do DJ Amos music and DJ Amos podcast, so that mm-hmm. works on all of them. So now I just have separate accounts for everything. So yeah. right, yeah. Now I just have too many accounts to think to about. Deal with it. So yeah, I have to oh, post yeah. post shit on all of them all the time. It's so much work, but it's what you got to do. So. Yep. That's something. That's something you'll be expecting more is more editing. Even though I hate it, yeah, I have to do it. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it either. Like especially a two-hour podcast, sit down and watch it. I don't want to watch myself again. I just want to. That's exactly yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't. Uh, well, here's something I've been doing. Uh, little tips and tricks uh, during the podcast. I mean, I don't know if you, you don't have a timestamp, but what I, what I do, I have a timestamp, and whenever I find something interesting that's going to be a clip, mm. write down the timestamp. I real could quick. do that on here. Yeah. yeah, I should do that. I usually just like. I go through and edit it, and then I timestamp while I'm editing, mm-hmm. and then once I, the video's done, then I'll clip it out. But now I use AI clips, which is, I, I do a few of my own, but most of the time I put it through this AI thing and then what pick AI out the best that? ones from there. It's Opus, Opus AI Clips. Okay, I've heard, I've heard, Sponsor. Is, is that free? No, it's you have to pay to get the credits for the videos, but I think That's it's worth right. it because... Take, I don't know. I I make good clips myself, <laughs> but it just takes so long. I hate doing it. And these are so good. And I wonder how that would do for like and, live shows. 
Like if you have like a you can definitely like Tanner get, films for us. Like yeah, if that would work. If I think you'd probably there's definitely programs for that, but Opus is I think designs more for podcasts. But mm. there's other programs similar that I'm sure you can. That's do pretty that. cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's been really helpful. And then from Opus, I can just go and log into my TikTok, my Instagram, and YouTube, and just post them right from there. AI is wow. becoming more increasingly yeah. helpful for me yeah. as well. Yeah. Yep. And I, what I want is an AI just to edit my whole podcast. That's exactly what I want. Yeah. To, um, <laughs> I think there's programs out there, but they probably cost a lot of money. They so. cost a lot more money. And I, I, so th- there's an interesting conversation that I'm sure we can leave off for another, but I also had this dichotomy of like, I want to pay a human to do something like yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. Eventually I want to get there too, but I think, to start out, it's important that I do everything myself, just so I know. Just how, so you know how. So to I do know it. how everything works. That way, when I do hire someone, I know what they're you can doing. Tell them. I can help them out. I don't. Yeah, it's just to get it started. I think it's important to, for me at least, that's just the type of person I am to do everything myself. Make sure I know how to do everything, and then when the when I have enough money or whenever someone comes along that wants to help me, they can help me, and I can I still know what's going on. It's not like I'm clueless in this area or that area because I've always had someone else do it for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, this has been a great podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Of course. Ronnie popped in here. You brought my table, right? Yeah, I got your table. need that for Saturday. (laughs) Did you have it at your house this whole time? My grandmother's. Okay. Because- Shout out, Gmo. Yeah, yeah. I I left it at the venue and then you picked it up like the next day, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I just realized the other day I don't have that, but I'm going to need that on Saturday. Got it now? Yeah. Got to have your table. Got to have my table. <laughs> you can just hold all your equipment while you're playing. Yeah, just just, just hold it here. And then that whatever. will happen if you try and do yeah. that, though. If you try and hold all your equipment that while will. you're that performing. Will. It's pretty impressive how it's just standing there. <laughs> that is impressive. That is impressive. Look at that. You guys can't see it, but it's pretty you impressive. Can't see it. You're going to have to believe us. You're going to have to believe it. Yeah. I guess that's a sign. Now of... it's walking away. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally walking away. The tablet was like, you've asked, you've been reading off me too much. Let me walk away now. <laughs> <laughs> you have abused me? Yeah. I'm leaving. Yeah. But hey, um, thank you guys for watching. I hope that one of these days someone will watch the whole way through and leave a comment, but so far they haven't. So. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sad. Oklahoma do that for you. Yeah, thank you. I've watched the whole way through. I know. I haven't leave leave the comment. No, I'm just joking. I watched I, the whole way through. I just started. I just started <laughs> saying this like probably three episodes ago, and those episodes might not even be out yet. Where if you watch to the end, leave a comment. So it's my own fault. Oh, I got but that. It's my own fault. It's my own fault. But from now <laughs> that's on, so funny. If you did watch it to the end, leave a comment. But I have noticed subscribers going up, so that's good. You should tell them what to comment, so that way. Oh yeah, you should comment. Comment the story podcast. Yeah, comment the story podcast on this one. Yeah, just do that. Just comment the story podcast. Boom. Comment Boom. moist on ours. <laughs> yeah. Moist. Yeah, go back to Ronnie on Saturdays and just comment moist. Moist. Yep. Yeah. Got free stickers for anybody who doesn't. That take that. Yeah, yeah. I got free stickers too. So hey. Okay, I have hey. stickers too, but they're not free. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love it. They're all free. Well, remember that time you saw my sticker at the church? Yeah. And then you that was wild. Yeah, yeah. That was so funny. Um, at that, you asked me if I wanted to open that show. Was that your first show? Uh, yeah. And, yeah. That yeah. was the very first one. Yeah. At that time, I was like kind of just in my own world, not doing anything. So I didn't want to, but. Uh, yeah. You yeah. were like, fuck this Ronnie guy. No. I, I wasn't thinking. I just no, no. I just didn't know you, but I just didn't. Um, yeah, I just yeah. We never met, really talked, like aside from the yeah. one basement party, but Dude, we didn't even really of, talk. I don't know if you opened your Snapchat, but I was looking through some videos the other day, and I saw you at the basement. I really? saw the, the clips of you dancing when we, the Kyle was up, and different bands were playing. You were oh, up there on the man. dance floor. I was like, I remember that. Kid yeah, now. he was a good. Type I was player. pretty lit though, so I wouldn't surprise me, but I don't think it was me. Okay, not okay. that one. Not that, not, not, not no. that one. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, comment moist in the story, and y'all have a wonderful day. Moist. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> okay. Moist. It's so funny how some people like really get upset about that yeah, word. They hate it. <laughs>